1: Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Welcome, citizen, to the third episode of the Liberty Critical Research Podcast. As your media director, it is my duty to inform you that the following story has been labeled explicit and is intended for mature audiences. Before we begin our broadcast, I would like to introduce Mr. Vengroff, acting representative of our great archon and creator of Liberty, for an update.
1: Greetings, citizens. I'm Travis Vengroff, creator of the Liberty Universe and the producer of the show. I wanted to briefly state that seeing the podcast come to life has been an unbelievably positive experience. I've been working for years to create Atreus, and finally sharing it with others has been really fantastic. We on the creative team, and myself specifically, love to hear your feedback. We've been happy to read that people are finally getting to enjoy the world we've worked so hard to create. On behalf of the creative team, thank you for listening, and thank you very much for your support. Now, back to your regularly scheduled broadcast. Aurelia,
2: Thank you, Mr. Vengroff, for your kind statement, and may the
0: Archon watch over you. Now, citizens, stay tuned. And remember, Atrius endures. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.
3: thing rushes me with a giant Popblade, screaming and spitting blood everywhere. Because you'd shot him like four times. Hey, I'm telling the story, because I'd already shot him like five times. But yeah, so here I am, trying to stop this thing from cutting my head off, with three more of them already in sight, presumably attracted by the sound of gunfire. As Popblade rushes me, we're still waiting on the demo team to blow the damn tunnel. <sighs> Useless, I tell you. Give me anything explosive, and I'd have had it done in four seconds quick. Oh yeah, so Pop Blade trips over something, presumably his own feet, because he must have been on some very serious drugs to still be moving. Anyway, he totally
4: had us.
5: Have you ever worked on any field research, Doctor?
4: There's really no room for field research in theoretical work. What about your experience?
5: In field research?
4: How many years have you been in the field?
5: I'm somewhat like you. I've excelled in all areas of training, but I've only been on a few missions. I've never had anything outside the walls before. Some of the stories you hear, though...
4: Officer Rodriguez seems to know what he's doing.
5: He's not an officer. He's with the Bureau of Investigations.
4: I'll believe anything at this point. But he does seem to have an informed understanding of everything.
5: I'd say so. Anyone who can live out there and chooses to go back... That's a special kind of person.
4: Is special always an advantage?
5: When it's one of us.
4: I don't think I've ever walked this much in my life. Well, you're going to have to get used to it. There's no sky rail on the fringe. How about you, Officer Leungvist? What's your experience been beyond the wall?
1: Ease up, Dr. K. Just call me Sev. If you keep calling me officer, you're going to get us all eaten.
3: I like my feet!
6: Sev presents a valid concern. Starting now, no official titles should be used. Even doctor for Dr. K? Only if you want to get him kidnapped.
4: Kovsky. Just, just Kovsky. Kovsky. Alright,
3: I'll go by Kato then. Jalo.
6: Gradius.
4: I love this.
3: I'm so glad I don't have to say your last name, Sev. What? Yolkvist is a great last name. My boot it is. Have you ever tried saying it four times fast?
1: At least they didn't take my father's surname. It couldn't. It, it couldn't be worse. My father's name was Brutus. Unterwort in
3: You're not allowed to have any more consonants. What about yours? So tiny. Patel.
1: Doesn't have any substance. Patel.
3: Patel. At least people can spell my
6: name. We're nearly there. Where is there, exactly? An outfitting station located under the south part of the outer wall. It's our final stop before entering into the fringe. The final stop. Everyone, in. The door locks behind us. Is
3: there a light in here?
6: Command, lights on. Look at all this junk.
5: Come in, Kofsky. There's much to do.
4: I know. I just never thought I'd leave the wall. In primary school, we took a trip to the outer wall once. I always said I'd go over. But I never thought I'd go over. Technically, we're going
6: under.
5: Then you achieved your goal, didn't you?
6: Everyone, in. We need to close the door.
3: It's kind of cluttered in here. Oh. So, how do we get the door open again?
6: You put your mark in the scanner. But we need to get outfitted. Find a set of clothing that fits you, or that's loosely in your size. Fringer clothing does not always match. Is the smell part
3: of the outfit too?
5: Does anyone have a matching boot for this?
3: Nothing here matches... I'm pretty sure this boot isn't
4: actually a boot. Well, my shirt is really soft, actually. What is this? It's hair. Hair hair?
6: <sighs> yes. What?
3: Hair hair. Ugh. Ugh. While your hands are free, you should check this out. I think it's your size. Thanks. Yeah,
4: this poncho fits well enough.
3: What's the symbol? Uh,
1: skull over a poorly drawn woman.
6: It's the symbol of an old gang that died out. Is it safe to wear? Scavenging from the dead is assumed.
1: All right, so yes to the dead gang shirt, but no to the hair cap. Anyone
5: find any pants? Pants here. How does this look? How many layers are you wearing? I don't know. They're all sort of stitched together.
3: I think you look
1: absolutely horrendous. Terrifying and maybe a little disgusting.
6: It's perfect.
5: Well, it smells the way it looks. Anyone have any gloves in their crate?
6: Fringers don't typically wear gloves, in my experience.
5: Perfect. I'll be unhygienic as well.
1: I'm fairly certain you're already unhygienic.
5: Punk face.
1: Tin liquor. Sounding
3: like fringers already. At present, I have one boot. You're being too picky, If everything you wear fits, I think fringers will notice something's wrong. If it fits enough, it's nice enough. Here, try these. These
4: pants have holes in them.
3: And a blood stain, But look at all those pockets. You're
1: like Dr. Pocket or Pocket Doctor. No, that sounded awful. Here's a shirt. Ooh, and a jacket. But this one's mine. Looking
4: nice, Kofsky. I like the hood. It's relatively clean, too, in comparison.
5: Patel, put some pants on. I'm
3: trying. I just don't know which hole for... Which hole is for my leg. I don't know which hole is for my leg. It's got leg cover, but limited butt cover.
6: Put this wrap over it. Also, that set of pants in particular has a hidden pocket. Those were mine last time.
3: Uh, thanks? Where's this hidden pocket?
6: Inside the hole on the left thigh. Thanks. Oh, useful. I think I'm prepped. I am as well. Same. I just need to strap on this boot. Great. Now all of us need to apply the salve to our marks. It will deactivate the pigment.
4: Will sensors still be able to
1: detect them? I thought you were smart. The pigment is just so soldiers can see them. The scanners
4: detect chemical signals. I am unsure as to whether or not the salve will block the chemical signal which is released through the pores on our hand. If these are blocked, it is possible the mark
6: would go unnoticed by scanners. It won't affect the chemical signal.
5: I've never seen my hand like this before.
6: Alright, everyone pick up one of the rucksacks from the table at the end of the room. These contain our rations. Open the bags. Scatter the objects on your person in pockets and niches where available. Some of you also have shoulder bags. Remove and utilize them. A stolen sack should not mean everything is lost. Also, each of you will notice a locker with your name on it. Place your personal items inside it. There's also a close combat weapon made from scrap and a replica of your weapons of choice. These won't look like the firearms you're used to. But a surprising amount of effort went into making sure they function properly and feel right.
1: Again with the skulls. Why does my gun look like it's covered in doodles I made in primary school? In yellow, no less. Wait, seriously? I got the only brightly painted gun?
5: It matches your colorful personality.
4: Ooh, mine has a knife affixed to the front. You got a bayonet? Is there a cover for this? I'm afraid to cut myself.
6: Here's a rag and a tie. We're going to spend a few more hours here. We're waiting for Dawn. Rest up now as this is the safest we'll be for a long time.
5: That is one order I will have no difficulty complying with.
6: This morning I was on the
3: a Skyrail. You'll be back, getting shoved by people on their way to do what they do. Listening to loud announcers flooded by advertisements soon enough. Think of it as a vacation from civility.
1: You always take vacations from civility, Kato.
5: Don't you understand? This isn't a vacation. This isn't going to be easy. This isn't anything anyone should ever want. We'll complete our mission, we'll return home, and you'll be happy to be shoved on the Sky Rail. Sorry, just trying to keep things light. There's a place for seriousness, Sev. Get some rest. I've
4: already completed two of these today. It's still the first day of the fifth month in the year, 709. It's nearing 3,600 hours. We've been outfitted, and tomorrow we... Hey, is that an audio recorder?
1: Go back to sleep. We'll tomorrow morning for the French. I'm tired, and that's all I have to report for now. Hi, Mrs. Dongs. Night.
2: Thank you for listening to the Liberty Podcast. Episode 3 of Liberty Critical Research was written by Caitlin Statz and co-created and produced by Travis Vengroff. The voice of Dr. Marta Lukowski was Paul Meya. Kato Patel was Brian Keller. Decimo Jalo was Lauren Griffin. Severus Lundquist was Travis Vengroff. And Gradius Rodriguez was John Carter. The music and sound for this broadcast were recorded and designed by Careless Juja. If you have enjoyed listening to Liberty Critical Research, please rate and review us on iTunes. To support the Liberty Podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com libertypodcast. Liberty is a Fool and Scholar production. This production is copyright 2015 by John Dostinger Publishing, and Liberty is a trademark of Travis Van Groff. Thank you for listening, and may the Archon watch over you.